So my brain forgot that last weekend didn't happen at all. Last weekend? Yeah. What happened last weekend? Th- this was the thing. It just refused. Since I've had a week off. And oh, I see. Yeah, I went back to work on. Uh, I went back to work on Saturday for half a day. It, it just hasn't registered that an extra weekend has mm. happened. I see. Yes. I mean, we should, probably should talk. We are currently starting exactly an hour late. It's because. Because Nick forgot, yeah, this, and didn't check his messages for four hours. Th- this was it. Like I was underneath my car for most of the day, and there was James screaming into the void. Oh yeah, <laughs> where the fuck are you? So not not to lay all this on it, screaming at both of you, incidentally, because it is just me posting in that group chat saying, "Hey, are, are we recording today? Hey, I've I've set my stuff up." <laughs> okay, guess not. Let me know. I know. I'm. And, s- I'm so sorry. Like. Oh, I'm furious. I was. I, I was. Literally, I, I saw it just as I was coming in, looking at the the shattered remains of of my left front wheel hub, and it was like, oh fuck, it's this weekend, isn't it? So. Yeah. yeah. I do apologise from the bottom of my heart. I will find a way for you to make it up to me. <laughs> that sounds really ominous. I know. Thank you. I've also had a week off, but I remembered. <laughs> I didn't reply because I just couldn't, didn't want to talk to anyone. You know what? I don't hold grace to that because I know you've been at work today and it's rare you even get a weekend. So, I Grace, I'm less angry at. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, that's fair enough. All right, I, t- I said that just to fuck you off but like, in a funny oh. way, but like, sure, thanks. <laughs> I just didn't care. Yeah. No, <laughs> you, you get a pass. For, though as soon as you get your weekends back, you do not get a pass. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, it has been nice having a week off, though, to be fair. That's, mm. So, no regrets. Well, I mean, I was... I also don't know what I've done with it. But it's... Yeah, yeah. It's all just kind of a blur now. This, uh, this is the thing, like, I... Uh, have to go back to work tomorrow. Mm. I don't feel like I've had one because I got ill on the Tuesday, and then uh-huh. I'm only just coming out the other end of it now. So we're going mm. to see, uh, ladies, gentlemen, and everybody in between, uh, that uh, whether my voice can go the distance. Oh, <laughs> your employers must love you. Like, oh, I love Nick. He's such a good employee. He gets sick on his holiday, so he doesn't have a sick day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> Had I gotten ill, I would have revoked my time off, and then had it. Yeah, I'd have. I'd have just called my boss, like, "Sorry, no, I revoked my time off. I'm actually sick." So yeah, put me I on sick. sick and, put me on sick. I want next week off instead. <laughs> so yeah, revoke holiday. Come in, they throw wouldn't. up in a bin, go home. <laughs> oh, they'd hate me. They'd absolutely hate me. But I'd do happen. it anyway. There are worse yeah. people. There are always worse workers in the office. <laughs> oh, that's so true. You all, oh, we you used to have the attention every day. That's all you need to do. So we used to have a guy back when we worked in the office. I'm not going to name him. It's okay. But we know I'm... who he is. I'm. Sh- I don't think you do. This is a different guy. Oh, okay. Um, okay. New guy. <laughs> he used to show up to work every day at 11 a.m. Wow. Okay. And he would he would he'd make a point of walking through and say good morning, good morning. And some days it wasn't morning because some days he was even later than that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> His routine was spend all morning at the gym. 
because my my work they don't care as long as your seven to eight hours are done they don't care what time you do it yeah, okay. that, that's that's quite good okay. so he would just roll up at 11 uh do cocaine in the bathroom at four <laughs> Yeah, lad. This isn't an assumption. We know because he told everyone he does cocaine in the bathroom. <laughs> and you could set your watch to him getting up, going to the bathroom, and then coming back and having like the sniffles. <laughs> we're like, oh, right. Yeah, okay. You, We know what you're doing. Well, I mean, um, you, you got to stay productive, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Only he didn't because, so, sometimes we'd play, we'd play Dungeons and Dragons in the office after work. I know. I'm a big nerd. Um... So we'd watch to see when he... At some point, he does just stop doing work. He doesn't work his full seven hours. Like, he, he'd wait till everyone else was gone, and then he'd just start playing dance music in the office. And <laughs> weirdly, wandering around without shoes, and uh, I, I wouldn't. Like, the floor is not good. No, it, it I absolutely mean, I... isn't. But... I mean, if I was working in your place, that's exactly the strategy I'd be pulling. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Just, oh, for, time for my four o'clock come back in <laughs> dancing <it> my pants <laughs> in the office it does it does just it does just make you wonder who the idiots are like us lot who graft our fucking balance yeah. out from dawn till dusk <laughs> and this guy who just comes who just like comes in clocks in but then mentally checks out for eight hours He's yeah. the winner. He is the fucking winner. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you're just jealous, no. James. He's the winner here. <laughs> the truth is, he is not the winner because he actually quit to join a law firm and it turns out they expect you to do work when you work for a law firm. <laughs> oh, no. And he was livid. That... And then he tried to get a job back at my place and we wouldn't have him back because, <laughs> because he shows up at 11am. <laughs> and does coke in the bathroom. Like it yeah. So we we get the last laugh in the end. Well, um if you do ever feel sorry for him, just send him into composites because like that kind of behaviour just goes on all the time. <laughs> oh I bet. <laughs> I mean the last I the last I heard of him and this wasn't me, this is just someone who saw him. Um he they saw him crash his car at one point in our town. Okay. And it was very clear he was looking at some ladies on the sidewalk. <laughs> pavement, even. I'm getting Americanized here. On and the pavement. Yeah. yeah. He's clearly looking elsewhere, not at the road. Beautiful women walking past. Crashed his car. Oh, I've done that. There was a guy who had, like, the tightest <laughs> shorts on, and he had, like, buns, right? And, like, disproportionate to the rest of his body. Like, he had put all his muscle into squats. And I almost rode up the curb <laughs> to drive him to get a closer look. <laughs> and I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. I almost ran him down to get a fucking closer look. <laughs> How did you pass first time? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was during the test. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. I am kidding. I okay, am kidding. good. That's a shame. <laughs> oh, it would have been. I mean, I wouldn't be driving if that had happened, but you know. I mean, you never know. I, I, I'm so lucky with cars. I don't understand. Like, I abuse them. I don't know how, like, half of them. I mean, I, you know, I, I did really well on my test, but like... Ever since then, I've just been riding on pure luck, and I don't understand how. <laughs> Good God. It, it happens to the best of us. Talking of people <laughs> who survive purely on good luck, silently on the blink of orgasm. 
yes. Yeah, to be fair, actually. We're almost at the end. We have two um, chapters in there. Two chapters to this go. Is, we're doing chapter 15 today, the penultimate chapter. And this is hopefully, as if assuming I've done this right, this is coinciding with Doctor Who being back on the telly. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully. We're recording this two weeks in the future. Maybe something goes wrong. I don't know. Just covering my bases. Um, are we all excited for David Tennant? We're always excited for David Tennant. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I am curious to see what they're going to do with it. At the time of recording, there is a rumour. Hello. 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 Which I'm very excited for because he's my favourite doctor. I think you cut out. Yeah. You, oh, for fuck's you, sake. You cut out. We, we literally just got. I'm going to be very excited for because he's my it's, favorite. It's every time I do news with you with this cut off. Okay. <laughs> there are rumours. Eighth Doctor spin off. Oh, really? Yeah, Paul McGann. Because. So, I don't know if you've been following this. Um, this new series of Doctor Who, it's not just the BBC. Disney are putting money into it. Okay. Oh, what do they want, those slimy. They want a big. Si- they want. They want the DCU. Oh. The Doctor Who cinematic universe. Oh, for God's sake. So they want lots of spin-offs. And to be to be fair, there's a lot of room for spin-offs with Doctor Who. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, there is, but like yeah. they've got spin-offs of spin-offs of spin-offs for everything. Mm-hmm. And they're not necessarily good. That's true. But this does mean Doctor Who had a slightly higher budget, but with the same writers. No, you need better writers. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm happy with the quality of Doctor Who's writing, and I think no. if you got if they got be- better writers, air quotes, something would be taken from the show, you know? Yes. I, I like you, think, you okay, need that ham. No, I think it's the opposite. I think that Doctor Who should go back to making monsters out of kitchen appliances <laughs> and plungers. Ooh. like it should have always like it started. You know what? That's a compelling argument. Writing. Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah, you've you convinced me. <laughs> return, to tra- return to tradition with Doctor Who. <laughs> right. Okay. So basically, Grace thinks they shouldn't have more budget. They should have less. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. know what? Grace has kind of convinced me there. More shows, <laughs> but less budget. Yes. More hearts, <laughs> less money. <laughs> yeah. I think you're honest. In fact, you know what? That logic applies to Star Wars too. Yes. Yeah. Because. Ever since they dis- ever since George Lucas and then later Disney discovered oh, CGI, oh, it's yeah. been downhill. Oh, it has. I thought the space battles yeah. were more convincing when they used miniatures. Ex- I mean, that's true of Star Trek right. too. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Do space battles with models? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they used a lot of models in the Mandalorian. Ah, which is good. I have. Had- I am yet to see the Mandalorian. To be fair, it's good. They've got puppets, like the good old days. Oh, I do like puppets. And, like, Practical Oh, oh, oh! You're convincing me. I know. I mean, the best sci-fi was made by Jim Hansen's company, so yeah. that's. I mean, uh, I mean they're yeah. no longer putting mirrors underneath the speeders, but you can give them that. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, you're right. That's fine. But yeah, Disney, give them just enough to make more Doctor Who, but not enough to improve the visual effects. Yeah, is I think what we're learning here. They are fine as they are. Only enough to pay for additional actors. Yes. Possibly not even writers. No, what am I saying? Definitely writers. No, no, no. we have just had a strike about this. We did just have a strike about this. <laughs> Very good point. Oops. No, what pay- are you <laughs> Sorry, I, I meant... To be fair, Stephen Moffat's going to do it for free. Is he? Is Probably. He? I mean, he might. 
Like, <laughs> he's, he's, I mean, he's, he's writing fanfic already. He does, he does love it so much. Yeah. So. I think we should give another nerd a chance to write Doctor Who. Because yes, God knows there's so actually, many out there. And they're no. probably not as rich as Stephen Moffat. I know exactly which nerd should be writing uh, Doctor Who going forward. No. Peter Capaldi. Oh, thank God. I thought yes. you were going to say the author. I mean, also also the almighty Tim. <laughs> but I bet Peter Capaldi has so many scripts just sat there waiting to go. Because <laughs> he used to write into like the Doctor Who fan magazines in the 70s. And they used oh. to hate him for being too on it. So if anybody is going to have fanfics which could be adapted into scripts, it's going to be Peter uh, Peter Capaldi. Exactly. Yeah. So there, Disney. I know you're listening. Make it happen. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh yeah, um, Eighth Doctor should be good. Yeah. Because uh, be... he's he's my fave. He deserved more screen time. Yeah, I I quite liked uh, I quite like Paul McGann in Withnall and I. I would be mm-hmm. quite happy to see him in something else. Oh, you should watch his one Doctor Who episode. Yeah, I I haven't seen that yet. It's actually it is shit. Oh. But <laughs> but he is not the reason it's shit. Right, I see. And his TARDIS looks really good. Yeah. Okay. Right, that's enough fanboy. We should probably get into this. Uh, yeah, yeah we can do. Okay. So we're up to chapter fifteen. I think we are. Yes. Now I can't help but notice when we open this, there are some very cursed words early on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was, yeah, we discovered them there um, last week, I think, last time we Yeah, we did. Uh, so. I have no context for a lot of these. Um, I guess we're getting banned in China this month. <laughs> if we weren't right. already. Apologies to anyone listening to us in China. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. Winnie the Pooh comes up. Yeah. Why is Winnie the Pooh the problem? Uh... Any a lot of mentions of Winnie the Pooh are banned in China. Why? Because President Xi Jinping was once compared to looking like Winnie the Pooh, and <laughs> as a result, Winnie the Pooh got added to the blacklist of things you can't say in China. Oh fucking hell! Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so. I see. Yeah, and to be fair, I also see the resemblance. Just now, doubling down on getting us banned in China. I, I fucking see it. So yeah, um, apologies to our Chinese, uh, our Chinese listeners. <laughs> of uh, I mean, <laughs> we talk about so much gay shit on both our shows. We're absolutely bad to China already. Yep, China, Russia. I'm sure there'll be more countries. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, I'm gonna have to do a Winnie the Pooh impression, aren't I? Uh. Yep. This is it. Does anyone know what Freddie Fazbear sounds like? Incidentally. No. no. <laughs> Does Freddy? F- I'm with thirty. I know what he's from. Right. Yeah. This... I... They turned it into a movie as well. They did. Yeah, it's like um, Five Nights at Freddy's was always one of those things that it was a... you're not interested in because kids get really hyped up about, like Fortnite and Roblox and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Hang on. Freddy Fazbear. Does he have a voice? I think he, he does. He does. Okay, I don't want an ad. Go away. That's, that's a second ad. Come on, YouTube. <laughs> I thought you had You're ad blocker. Than... Not on my phone. I'm holding it. I'm holding my phone up to the microphone. Oh, excellent. I've planned something. 
something special just for you. I say. Bet you weren't expecting me to show up early. Okay, so he's kind of janky robotic. Okay. People fetishize that. Yeah, they do. Fucking creepy. It's like it's like furries, but people who also like machinery. Robo furries. Robo furries. Oh god, the furries of the future. That's fucking funny. Cyber furries. Mecha furries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't you get a suit? It was legally distinct. <laughs> yeah, it's close enough. Okay, I. I don't think I can do a convincing Winnie the Pooh. Do either of you think you can do a convincing Winnie the Pooh? Absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> Grace. I I don't know if I could even channel that. Uh, no. no, probably not. Okay, I'll just do my best, and then, uh, tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bother! No, that doesn't quite sound but, right. But what about the children? What do you reckon? Oh, uh, uh, we'll go with that. Cool. Who's saying what about the children? That's Winnie the Pooh. Oh God. Yeah, but but what about the children? Oh yeah. Nick, introduce us in. We may as well get rolling. Yep, fair enough. Chapter fifteen. Amelia Rose's lovely day. But, but what about the children? Shh. A delicate finger, firm yet gentle, pressed itself against Pooh's lips. This is our time. Time for us. I haven't been looking forward to reading the next bit, but here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna hang on, I'm just gonna close my door. Yep. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh moaned as the strong and dexterous hands of Freddy Fazbear trailed <laughs> down to his shoulders, massaging the muscles beneath his fluff-stuffed shoulders with rough, rhythmic rubs. I think I did okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a stutter. No. <laughs> <laughs> well done. His warm breath, thick with the scent of pizza and love, burned hot and heavy on the skin of Pooh's neck. With a single powerful flourish, Freddy shoved Pooh back onto the table behind him, knocking aside the discarded paper cups and half-eaten pizza slices left behind from some birthday party or other. He turned Pooh around, his stomach pressing against the warmth of his back. The animatronic joints, supple and lithe beneath his furry plastic shell, clicked and clacked, trembling with anticipation. Freddy tossed his top hat aside, and Pooh removed his red shirt with shaking hands, although not his pants because Pooh doesn't wear <laughs> pants because he's a deviant and must be punished. Oh my god. What? That's why. <laughs> That's why. Okay. <laughs> Balls out all the time. <laughs> Pooh's heart fluttered in his chest. His next words, laced with hope at the edges, seemed to fill the entirety of the empty pizzeria. Perhaps you could spare a small smackerel or something? <laughs> Silence hung in the air for a moment. Nervously, Pooh's tongue darted to the corner of his mouth. The crusted remains of their last illicit tryst just moments before still lingered on the fur of his cheek. Freddy had pumped him, unyielding, with something not entirely unlike the bear's beloved honey, gooey and sticky and salty sweet as it oozed down its throat. Perhaps he would call it semen. Fucking hell. S-W-M-I-N. 
Are we reading the right fic, first of all? Yeah, are we reading... <laughs> this, is, this is what it says. Amelia Rose does show up further down the line. <laughs> oh, oh, God, I, I understand now, reading ahead. Okay. Oh, for God's sake. Perhaps you could spare a small smackerel of something. <laughs> <laughs> it's so wrong. <laughs> Don't worry. Freddy's eyes glinted, and the corners of his mouth slid upward in a lazy smirk. At Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria, we always fill you up. <laughs> oh, God. It gets worse. It does. Oh, <laughs> and with that, Freddy's animatronic joints unlocked, and every spring in his crotch loosened at once. With a single lunge, like a battering ram smashing down a particularly pesky door, Freddy slammed into Pooh's fragile anus, filling it and filling it until he could hold no more. His swift and terrible sword, his meaty catalyst, <laughs> slid down and down and down into the very depths of Pooh's joy hole. Is this better or worse than the Cookie Monster one from last time? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think this is equally scarring. I mean, it's I on par. I loved the Pooh when I was younger, and now I'm not sure. Oh. Oh. Oh, bother. Oh, Christ. <laughs> They're going to hell. <laughs> Pooh Bear's seams stretch tighter and tighter, and the stitches threaten to snap loose and burst forward in a shower of orgasmic stuffing. He bit his lip, groaning, and gripped the edges of the table until his knuckles were white from the, from the strain. But he let Freddy Fazbear push forward, his 11-inch animatronic vibrocock forcing its way past Winnie's taut edges into his warmth. The bear trembled as a pair of ice-cold hands, half-felt, lightly stroked his manfoot into wakefulness, stroke by stroke. The murdered spirit that haunted the animatronic was slowly, teasingly, helping Pooh pass on to the other side of his orgasm. <laughs> Good boy. Freddy's hand gripped the back of Pooh's head, fingers running through his soft yellow curls. You were ready for Freddy. <laughs> what are you doing, Amelia Rose? Clara peers down at me quizzically, and I meet her eyes with a smile. I am lying on the floor of the Tamdis as it travels through slime and space. My s <laughs> slime and space. Well played. My stomach pressed against the squishy organic layer that coats its floor. I put my crayons down and stop writing. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was in crayon. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> fuck off, Almighty Tim. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> I can add the glitter later. I can add the glitter later to make it extra pretty. Five times at Freddy's and one time at Pooh's can then ascend into the ranks of great sex-based literature. I'm making literature words. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I bounce excitedly, shoving them in the direction of her face. It's still Grace. It's still... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
it's my fanfiction. I write fanfictions because all fanfic writers are awesome and super cool and rich and probably have many sexual partners of preferred gender depending on orientation. Open bracket, rate and review, please thank, close bracket. Clara peers down at my words and tilts her head. This is a cold rebuttal to the idea of a benevolent god. <laughs> She's right. She fucking is. Like a lot of the stuff that we've read this week. I like, I like how, how the almighty Tim will just like write some utter fucking trash smack shit and then he'll put like the most raw yeah. philosophical yeah. sentence and it just it just your See, brain this is, what I mean. is a ping pong like, ball on a table he's this is the only fic on here and it's majestic oh the almighty tim needs to write more he needs to tell us his other handle because i've refused to believe that this is the only thing he's written yeah yeah I bet it's other official Doctor Who episodes as well. I'm on to you, Stephen Moffat. <laughs> oh. She... I'm sorry, I've just read the line coming up. Um, she hugs me tightly, standing on her tiptoes and beams. I'm going to put this on the fridge. Well done. Gracious. Yay. <laughs> there it is. Clara's expression makes me melt. Like a chocolate bar that somebody set on fire. Or a dildo-enhanced snowman after a long height of steamy, sweaty impaling. She is my best friend, and when she looks at me like that, I just want to slip my hand into her soft, warm hand and make sweet, sweet, entirely platonic love all night long, high-fiving her again and again until her hands are so satisfied. <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. But suddenly... Uh, I've, been, I've just... Hang on, I've got people in the house downstairs. <laughs> I've just... Oh, my God. They hear me swearing, crying and cackling all the same oh. time. They must be oh, very confused. Sake. It's all right, carry on, carry on. My, my reputation's been scrambled years ago. <laughs> but suddenly an alarm goes off on my phone. I am yanked out of my reverie like a drowning horse from a swamp. <laughs> Oh my god. And scrabble in my pockets until I can find it and hold it near to my eyes. Oh my god. I'm going to be late for math class. Clara blinks and her eyelids go down and then up. Hmm. Well, it's nice that you're so enthusiastic about lessons. I like that in one of my pupils. But I thought we need to get some mucilants to save the... One of your pupils? I stare. You're a teacher? Yes. My entire world spins out of orbit, as if it were hit by another, larger world, and then that world was punched in the face. <laughs> I can't even. One, I once could can, but now I cannot. <laughs> I can't have a teacher for my les BFF, my sapphic sidekick, my literal clitoral best friend in the world. <laughs> The rules of high school and their clique-based fascism would forbid it, and I'd be even more of an ugly, hated loser than I already am. Suddenly, I have to wonder how old Clara even is, if that is her real name. Maybe she's really old. Maybe she's, like, 25. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> We're ancient. Yeah. In fact, I'm your teacher. 
I taught you English for three years. That was you? I remembered my English teacher. She was short and adorable and had a cute button nose and was also forcibly transformed into a Dalek <laughs> when I was in year eight. Wait. Grace? Shut, <laughs> shut your noisy hole and eat someone's <laughs> cock. You're Miss Oswald. We had lessons every week. You got me a card and said goodbye before I had to go to the Dalek Asylum for planet for teacher purposes. I'm confused easily. <laughs> <laughs> My mind is spinning. What could I possibly do? Should I stick to the status quo? Should I try breaking free? Should I? We're all in this together. Clara stares at me, and her eyes are damper than my crotch after a trip to look at garden statues in B&Q. Fuck it, now. That's not a drink. <laughs> no, that isn't. In fact, this chapter's been surprisingly dry. I don't think I'm going to get through this bottle of WKD in time. Yeah, we will, uh, <laughs> we will see what happens. You never know, you never know. <laughs> at this moment, my romantic indecision trigger teleportation powers kick in, and I disappear to Gallifrey High. Oh, I land on the stairs leading up to the school like a brick that landed on some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Only a slurpy pop and a brief spattering of temporal fluids herald my presence, alongside the usual heady rush that oozes through me every time I make a temporal leap. The school is like any other high school, except also it's in space and has a big glass dome <laughs> over it, and the sky is orange. I'm really not doing well at this. <laughs> I can see the yellow space school bus standing outside it, <laughs> allowing some space students to walk off and onto the space pavement after their trip back from the space moon near space Earth. I checked. So mind. hang on. Yep. Okay. Orange sky, big yep. dome. She is on Gallifrey. <laughs> space moon, space Earth. Yeah. Are we sh sure it's Earth? <laughs> this sounds a lot like Gallifrey. <laughs> it does. It does. She disappears to Gallifrey High. I I thought that was just a name, but no, it's it's got the orange sky and the big glass dome. <laughs> yeah, she's she's there. She's there. Okay. Gotta be yeah. there. <laughs> Hang on, this sounds like it is. <laughs> just checking. Gotta be. Yeah. I check my watch again. I'm not late for math class after all. It's only ten a.m., so our two hours of lessons can't possibly have started yet. I guess I'll have to catch up on all the other things you do at high school, like embarking on deep emotional relationships that last the rest of your life, <laughs> and going to wild, hedonistic bacchanalias to indulge in the glorious trifecta of physical pleasures, sex, drugs, and the beauty of a morning sunrise heralding the birth of a newborn day. <laughs> Buoyed by this thought... My spirits float like a drowned cat on the water's surface, bumping against the edges of a bridge. Jesus. <laughs> <clears throat> I step inside, nervously shoving open the twin glass doors at the front of the building, and shyly, awkwardly striding to my locker, swishing my terrible, dirty, shimmering raven black hair. Ebony she was Darkness blonde, Dementia like... Raven Way, is that you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she was blonde at the start. She was. She 100% was. <laughs> As I move through the corridors, I can see familiar faces staring at me, just like the ones who float around my bed and scream at me every night just before <laughs> I go to sleep. <laughs> oh, my God. Limping down the hallways with a basketball under his arm 
is Chad Foretold. <laughs> Chad Foretold. Chad Foretold. <laughs> he wears his football uniform, the shirt of the Gallifrey Kitten Sharks, and a pair of tight revealing shorts over the tattered rags and questionably stained bandages draped over his hunched, rotting form. What? <laughs> He's so dreamy. He's our basketball champion. And the hottie superbod who puts the body in reanimated rotting body and the mummy in milf. Oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't notice me. His eyes are glazed as he shuffles past, mumbling about sports or the cruel whims of a world that lets him live like this or shooting hoops or something boring like that. <laughs> This has got weirdly existential. Oh, Chad Fortold. Chad Fortold. <laughs> You're my favourite character. <laughs> Wait for Jimmy Omega. Okay. <laughs> I, I can see Jimmy Omega in his weird helmet thing and blue robes, rooting through his locker. He originally came from a high school made entirely of antimatter, and that's, like, so weird because he's an exchange student. <laughs> <laughs> There's Romana so, um, and... <laughs> Omega on. is one of the Time Lords from the OG show, by the way. Ah, they've done the research. Yeah. yeah. Like, him, Rassilon, and someone else founded Time Lord Society. So he's one of, like, the OG Time Lords. Oh, I see. Right, fair enough. That's all I know. <laughs> There's Romana and her twin sister, also Romana, who do politics <laughs> and maths. Sometimes they ask me for help with the harder questions when they're not too busy vomiting over my hideous face. There's the Sontaran squad who play rugby and also tried to take over the high school that one time. And then there's Leela, who's good at PE and has one eye and purple hair. That's <laughs> wrong the, show. This is the wrong show. <laughs> but they and others are staring at me. I can feel their hurtful words and sharp gazes wash over me like a tidal wave made entirely of glass <laughs> and sadness. Uh, right, so who is this? I guess it's... Yeah, I'll, I'll figure it One out. One of them. Amelia Rose, where have you been? We've been so worried. Things haven't been the same without you. Only your presence keeps the school in harmony and prevents the threat of decay and suffering. Wow. Are you alright? Fuck off! I'm sobbing. I hate them. I hate them so much. I run to my locker, tears slobbering down my pale white cheeks, and curl up in the fetal position with my hands clamped over my disgusting, fat ears, singing Taylor Swift lyrics between hiccuping sobs to express my inner turmoil and pain. I rock back and forth, hugging my knees. Why? Why was I cursed to be such a filthy monarchan? That was going so well. Why was, why was I cursed to be such a filthy monocle, such an unattractive balloon with such unattractive balloons heaving <laughs> on my bosom with each sob, such an ugly, preposterous quim? Why? Why? I say again, why? <laughs> alert. Alert. Unacceptable levels of basic bitchiness detected. Like, OMG. <laughs> Oh my god, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I blink, wiping the last tears of unfathomable sadness from my TARDIS blue eyes, and steel myself with the determined resolve of an angel-demon Winchester hybrid <laughs> determined to make it right at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. 
I clench my fists like tiny clenchy meatballs. The Dalek fabulousness controller approaches. <clears throat> she glides down the hallways, sparkling like a glitter ball, and all the eyes that are currently wedged inside people's skull holes turn to face her and widen at her presence. Her casing is aggressively pink, with rhinestones studded into it in place of Dalek bumps. <laughs> And the wireless connection cybernetically fused to her brain allows her to send up to 300 tweets per minute. <laughs> her dome is bleach blonde and she tosses it magnificently in the wind. <laughs> A luscious red handbag dangles tantalizingly from her plunger. A tiny ogron sits inside, growling at anyone who dareth approach without the appropriate reverence and drooling from genital areas. It's odd that she doesn't have a boyfriend with her, too. Rassilon, he's leader of the debating society, and also he's the Lord President of the Destroying Reality to extend to a higher plane of existence society. And also he's a jerk. He sure is. <laughs> Men swoon in the hallways. W women shake their fists angrily with jealousy and then start furiously masturbating muttering curses under their breath. One of the Centauran squad preemptively dumps every girlfriend he will ever have in the future by text message before his heart explodes in his chest from one too many longing, wistful thrusts in the direction of the fabulousness controller. Has this just turned into some sort of weird mean girl? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's High School Musical. It's... Oh, Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I swear, God, Almighty Tim wrote this to fucking trip up Podfickers because, like, you get a few chapters which aren't it's too beautiful. bad. It's and beautiful. And then there's this. He's a genius. Soon she faces me, and we stare one another in the eyes. My TARDIS blue pools stare into her yellow blazing orb. Hashtag ox. Said the Dalek. You failed to audition for our high school musical too, so I got the lead. And records indicate that you've got that you. Uh, wow. And records indicate that you've been, you've like been hanging out with a teacher. I have not. And if Flint were with me, I would so have auditioned. Tears dampen my eyes. And also, I immediately feel a stab of guilt for betraying Clara and carefully seek to amend it. I mean, her name's Clara and she's not just a teacher. She has the face and legs too and she's... Silence, you cheeky Nandos! <laughs> oh, Christ alive. The Dalek fabulousness controller begins to shake, 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 shake as she hate, 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 oh. hate, hate, hates. <laughs> Trembling violently oh, with anger in a menacing and terrifying way. Her sassy and feminine screams fill my ears. All fraternisation with inferior cliques is hashtag forbidden. <laughs> Adhesion to the status quo must be maintained. You will be exterminated. Exterminated. She raises her gunstick. The crowd behind her is sad, but they nod disappointedly, for the laws of high school cliquedom are harsh but fair. <laughs> I swallow, close my eyes, and accept my fate. 
Then someone punches the Dalek fabulousness controller and she dies. <laughs> Sorry, Amelia Rose. I really don't like Daleks. I open my eyes. My brave and northern saviour stands before me, wiping the oil and radioactive sludge from his knuckles as the remnants of the Dalek fabulousness controller burble and fizz in front of him. I recognise him. He was one of the two figures in leather jackets leaning against the wall earlier, just before that sudden <laughs> burst of murder. I'm Ninth Doctor Tenant. He ejaculates. But you can call me Nightfang, Bloodpain, <laughs> or Wolfric Badwolf. <laughs> or not. Whatever. I don't care. Because the wolf... is my spirit animal. <laughs> I bounce excitedly. Mine too. Ninth Doctor Tenant. Ninth Doctor Tenant? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ninth Doctor Tenant has the same soulful eyes and two arms as my Doctor Tenant, but he's <laughs> darker and edgier. I can see the black tears of depression that brim behind his eyes, and he has piercings on his ears and nose, and a black leather jacket and closely cropped hair, and a little tattoo that says damaged on his forehead next to oh, the pentagram no. of 666. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Jared Leto's The Doctor. Yeah, it's the doctor, but Shit. he lives in a society, bottom text. Oh, dear. He hunches his shoulders, flicking a contemptuous roll of the eyes of the crowd, and tilts the cigarette between his fingers. The wolf expresses my inner fear of depression and the savage might and depth of my wild soul. <laughs> Nature must take back from this capitalist land of corrupt civilization an AIDS-filled jocks. Or not. Whatever. I don't care. He takes a drag from his cigarette darkly and edgily and adjusts his leather jacket i can see badges with band logos attached to it avril lavigne my chemical romance lincoln park sir want to come back to my place we can practice for the high school musical too if you want to be a goddamn prep or whatever he said goddamn that's a fucking swear word and so it's dark and fucking edgy <laughs> And he doesn't care about things, and that makes him deep. I squee. My clitter... My clit... <laughs> Good luck, Nick. That's a difficult sentence. Good luck, mate. My clit... My clit expands outwards with a boy sound. And a quart of fluid dumps out of my vagina and onto the floor. I hop excitedly... I hop excitedly twiddling my hair in a fit of nerves and make little splashy puddles when I pants. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Poor thing, if that's okay with your friend. Come to think of it, I'm not sure who the man leaning next to him is. He has a leather jacket too, and a cigarette. He also has rock-hard abs, a chiseled jaw, a stony expression oh, no. and marble oh, no. features. Oh, no. He... Oh, he God. wears sunglasses, which makes his face inscrutable. Um, who are you? You do look familiar. He says nothing. But he says it in a mysterious and cunningly placed accent, <laughs> so I can't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> there's, the, there's something, uh, the, the, there is something goon show-esque in, uh, <laughs> in that sentence there. There's something fucking Looney Tunes in her class earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there is. This is... Oh, oh that's Mr. F.L. Int. 
showed up when you did. He seems pretty cool. But cool is a capitalist fantasy. Come on. Ninth Doctor Tenant strides out of the hallway and doesn't even care if I follow him or not. Let's blow this pop stand. I am summoned by his deft use of slang and follow him in an outward <laughs> direction. So dark, so edgy, I ascend. Meanwhile, somewhere else in the hallways, Clara was wandering about trying to run into some muculence and trying to contain her upset. Suddenly, peering through the door of her English classroom, she found a single figure slumped against the wall. It was Chad foretold. He looked rad he looked raggedy. She thought that was hot. Slowly, carefully, she opened the door and approached him, keeping her expression keeping her expression level. Chad simply stared down at the basketball he was batting from one hand to the other, rolling it across his desk. But even his basketball could not save him now. <laughs> Chad. Clara's tone was worried, sympathetic. What's wrong? Chad's voice was hoarse and dry as he forced the words out from his cracked, half-exposed windpipe, hissing them through scanty, rotting teeth. Every moment I live. And here he took another breath, deep and rattling, and the bones of his ribcage poked out a little more from their thin and tattered covering of bandages merged with skin. Is agony. Also, I don't think the kitten sharks are going to win this season. And it's totally bumming me out. No, don't say that. Clara placed a hand on his with a little squelching sound. The reputation of this school depends on you winning the basketball game for some reason. <laughs> okay, look. Clara fumbled for a second, lightly tapping her fingers together in thought. Could she? Amelia Rose was gone after all. She took a breath. I can show you what motivates me, if you like. She waggled her eyebrows. You can leave your... She is a student. He might be mm -hmm. dead, but he's a student. <laughs> What's worse? <laughs> the fact that he's the undead or the fact that he's a student? <laughs> well, she shouldn't be dating a student, even if he is hundreds of years older and undead. <laughs> I'm not Ofsted. I don't know. <laughs> you can leave your life support systems on. But how? So this is the mummy from that episode, Mummy on the Orient Express. Yes, I remember that now. Yeah. Oh, I see. And it turned out the twist at the end is it was an immort It was this thing being kept on through like a life support system. Yeah, yeah, I see. Uh, Good episode. He wanted the sweet release of death. <laughs> yeah, her lips. I'm, I'm not. I'm not done yet, Nick. <laughs> I thought you were. I didn't do the. But how? Okay. Oh, I see. But how? Her lips claimed his, pulling him into a passionate kiss, and her hands snaked around his shoulders. After a few beautiful seconds, Chad foretold moaned as Clara pulled back from the kiss, eyes twinkling with stars except they were stars you could have sex with. <laughs> Was that? Clara paused, reaching inside her mouth, and pulled out a rotting tooth, grinning sheepishly. Sorry. She carefully slotted it back into the black layer of inflammation that was his gum line, before hunkering oh, down to God. put her own mouth to good use. 
His penis was hard, but despite this, it was still <laughs> useful for sex purposes. Pushing him back onto the desk, she claimed it with her vagina. I'm going to add a pause oh. into there when we edit that, because there was a good comma placing there. Yep, fair enough. Fair she enough. claimed it with her vagina. With her, yeah, with her uh. vagina. <laughs> I should have done that. It's okay. I can... Miracle of editing. Right. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> then she went up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. And up and down 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 and then she had an orgasm and then he had an orgasm it was it was really nice. Then they went Then they went out and got ice cream and danced with some adipose who were also there. Best sex scene yet. Yep. Well written. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I was in the car with Ninth Doctor Tennant, driving back to his place in his pitch black but also blood red Ferrari. There, w- there was a pen. <laughs> Got the edge. There was a pentagram on the hood, and the license plate said Satan Six Six Six. His hood ornament was a skull, and he had a bumper sticker on the back that said Honk if your planet got blown up, because. <laughs> Ninth Dr. Tennant was dark and edgy. I almost moistened my leather seat as his piercings glistened in the light. We sing at the top of our voices over the wailing of tortured guitars. I wrote this myself. It represents my pain and deep emotional suffering because of the goddamn preps and capitalist pigs. Oh, Ninth Doctor, you're an artist. (laughs) Ah, I'm dying. I'm dying. I... Just so you guys know, whenever I try and do the ninth doctor, I have to do the lean with my arm. So it's on the side. <laughs> it, it just helps. I don't know why. Yep, fair enough. I lean my head on his shoulder as the road gets bumpier, bouncing in my seat. My bean swells. <laughs> no. Oh. Well, there's a sentence. <laughs> it seems we've moved on to a dirt road, surrounded by towering pine trees. I can hear old crows squawking and squalling in the distance. The orange sky of the sunset is fading out to black, and I can see the first stars twinkling in the depths. Ahead of us, I can just about make out a dilapidated wooden shack slouched on a pile of dead, decaying leaves. Where is this place? This is my secluded cabin in the woods. I call it the TARDIS. As I look down, I can see bear traps littering the ground. Their rusted metal teeth clenched on the torn-off limbs of animals that presumably tried to run. Jesus. I I shiver with with anticipation. For fuck's sake. I believe in you. You can do it, Nick. I shiver with anticipation at this blatant display of darkness and edge. Fuck's sake, hang on. (laughs) I shiver with anticipation at this blatant display of darkness and edginess as the car pulls up to a stop outside the house. Come inside, or, you know, whatever. The air is... I don't care. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I needed the pause. I knew people like this in school. They thought they were cool being alone. It's just that no one wanted to fucking hang out with them. Yeah. Yeah. I think your brother still is one of these people, right? (laughs) No, he's actually cut his hair. Oh, fantastic. 
He's starting to look professional again. <laughs> Must be needing a job. I think it's because he's needing pussy. Ah. Because you can get away with looking like shit over where he was, but <laughs> not in. But no, women like hygiene. It's when true. You're white in the UK again. Yep. Today's top tip for men out there: wash, wash. Bitches love hygiene. Wash your ass and your ass. Yep. And your hair. Mm-hmm. The air. Anyway. Anyway, the air is cold here. I huddle in my My Chemical Romance T-shirt for warmth. Quickly, I hurry inside. The door creaks on rutch. I'm really sorry, my throat's going. Hang on. That's okay. Grace, why have you posted that picture with a tape measure? That's 11 inches. Ah, ooh. Of, of Freddy Fuzzbear <laughs> going inside Winnie the Pooh. Oh, ooh. wow, okay. I see. <laughs> Elbow deep. Elbow Got deep. you. Oh. Quickly, I hurry inside. The door creaks on rust-coated hinges as I swing it open, trailing behind Ninth Doctor Tennant as he steps into the lobby, gesturing at an array of human-looking faces, hollow flaps of skin contorted into terrible grimaces nailed to the wall. Similarly, I can see a leather jacket made of human skin hanging on one of the coat pegs, with a few Lincoln Park badges pinned to it. <laughs> what the fuck? What's going on in the Ninth Doctor's... Christopher Eccleston, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why we haven't heard from him in a while. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is where I keep my shoes. And also, where I masturbate to the Dark Lord's Satan. <laughs> while looking upon the faces of my enemies. <laughs> Take yours off, and then come to the kitchen. I'll go get some dinner ready. Actually, I started on it before you got here. <laughs> Alright, are you doing this so we can eat before we rehearse for High School Musical 2? Of course. Yes. The rehearsal. Ha. Ha ha ha. He's really happy about the meal he's made. <laughs> I like a man who can laugh at himself sometimes. I feel reassured. <laughs> I take my shoes off and look around his house as he disappears into the kitchen, giving one of the faces a friendly poke. It's a nice place. It's all painted black like the dark and brooding depths of Ninth Doctor Tennant's soul, and it's got a wonderful rustic decor to it. And he invited me to dinner. That's so nice. I hear a bus or scream like a dying child from behind the kitchen door. I like it here. It's good. I sit I'm on starting to wonder hell. if... Did they cast Mads Mikkelsen as the Doctor in the dimension that <laughs> Tim is from? Ninth Doctor Tennant is definitely a cannibal. Oh, 100%. I Sorry to cut see, you off. If this, was, if this was the Adams family, I would not be worried. But this is Doctor Who, and therefore I am worried. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> boy. I sit on the stairs, hearing them creak beneath my weight, and rest my hands on my head, letting my raven black tresses trail between my dirty sausage fingers. <clears throat> it's some time later when Ninth Doctor Tennant opens the door again, flicking the buzzsaw between his fingers twitchily. Blood and gore drips from every inch of his form sexually. Come in. I made the meat myself. Away from all the fascist pig tyranny of the corporations. <laughs> Just say you have a farm. <laughs> <laughs> I tilt my head as he takes my hand with his slippery blood-covered fingers and follow him inside. Ninth Doctor Tennant has a very nice kitchen. 
It's spacious and rustic, and a warm and welcoming log fire crackles in the corner from the bowels of a stone hearth. His table is made of oak, and the chairs are made out of human bones, and his cutlery, <coughs> and his cutlery is made out of smaller human bones fused together or whittled down into fork and knife shapes. Pentagrams litter the walls alongside the eviscerated and crucified corpses of small animals he must have found in the woods. Soon has been painted in blood over the centre of the table about a dozen times, which I think really ties the room together. <laughs> On Dr. Tennant's plate lies a brain, a heart and some chips with a... <laughs> With a few beer-battered finger-looking things on the side and a, lipping, and a little dipping bowl of blood to dunk them in. Ninth Doctor Tennant chews on it, wiping his mouth with a napkin made from human skin and occasionally jerking at his crotch. I frown. Something isn't right here. Where did it come from? A cow? Close. Think fewer legs, a more arms, and a little bit more begging you to stop. Sorry, that fucking sent me. <laughs> Ejaculates ninth, Dr. Tennant. Mouth full of half-chewed parietal lobe. You can have some fruit with it if you want. I'm having bananas. He taps his fork on the partially eaten brain, where some banana slices are artfully placed on the top. Bananas are good. I smile, relieved. This all seems fine. I take a big gulp from the pint of whiskey ninth <laughs> Dr. Tennant has provided me with. <laughs> I take a big gulp from the pint of whiskey Ninth Dr. Tennant has provided me with. I don't want to drink anything too strong, after all. Ninth Dr. Tennant plays with his fork. Ninth Dr. Tennant casually uses his knife to cut a fork in his tongue like a snake, because he's darker and edgier, before rummaging under the table. Here, I got you these. He passes me a box of chocolates. I stare at the label in horror. Cadbury's roses, but... But I'm a rose. What? Well, ew, that's cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Jigs up, yeah. mm-hmm. I rise to my feet, shocked and appalled. Oh, my God, I'm going to shit. I can't believe this. I thought you were nice and dark and edgy and stuff. I, I didn't know you were a cannibal. I rise from my chair of human bones, putting the drink down. I'm leaving. Oh, no, you're not. Ninth Dr. Tennant rises to his feet, running at me. Leaving is a capitalist fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Ninth Dr. Tennant grabs at me, and I wriggle in his clutches. It's almost hot, but somehow not. Somehow. It feels wrong to think about Dr. Tennant and sex things in a way I can't quite explain. But he refuses to let me free, and I can smell the visual cortex on his breath. Think, oh. Thinking quickly, I... <laughs> <laughs> I just read the... <laughs> I best get my drink ready. <laughs> oh, fuck this fic. <laughs> oh, fuck this... <laughs> There's a type of fish called a slagfish that covers itself in mucus. That's really harsh, calling it the slagfish. 
It's called that because it drowns all the other fish in the bucket when it's trying to get uh, free oh, with mucus. Oh, what a bitch. Yeah. That doesn't mean... <laughs> it's for slag as in it gives off slag. Oh, I see. Well, we're buying time for Nick to recover. <laughs> right, okay. But yeah, just like Amelia a Rose, it's going to do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, we are professionals. We can be mature got, about yeah, this. Yeah, right. You got this. Yeah, all right. Go on, Nick. <laughs> okay. Thinking quickly, I dump more fluids as fast as I can. <laughs> quickly, I lubricate myself, and like a slippery soap in the bath, I slop free from his grasp. <laughs> I flee, and his voice trails behind me like the slug-like layer of fluid skidding under my shoes. Oh. <laughs> Come back! We can do so many sexy things together. Letting me thrust into you with hot knives. Tying me up and pelting me with the heads of dead rabbits. Anal. <laughs> <laughs> I run from the cabin, panting heavily, my heart pounding in my chest and my legs trembling, coated with fluid. But Ninth Doctor Tennant is not far behind me. He bursts from the cabin. Now he runs on all fours, entirely naked, Ball swinging free and erect. Cock poised like a jouster's lance as he howls into the midnight sky. <laughs> he has also cut his own face off and stapled what? it back on upside down so that his tongue lolls through one of the eye holes and his mad staring eyes flick this way and that behind his lips because ninth Dr. Tennant is the dark, edgy doctor. I keep running through the carpet of decayed leaves, searching the forest frantically for any signs of hope or rescue, when suddenly I hear a snap. My leg is now caught in a bear trap. Running for your life, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shut up. Ninth Doctor Tennant. <clears throat> oh no. I flail. I'm so adorably clumsy. There you are, you silly little ape. Fantastic. Ninth Doctor Tennant bursts forth from the clearing, bloodlust blazing in his glazed eyes. Cocking his head like a dog, he readies himself to pounce, licking his eye holes with hunger and excitement. What can I do? There's only one option left, and I have dreaded this day. Carefully, I work my fluid-soaked panties down to my ankles, widening my legs as far as they will go. Even as Ninth Doctor Tennant pounces, he realises his mistake... <laughs> But he is now within oh, my no. gravitational pull. The strength of my vagina is merciless, and soon he is sucked into its depths with nothing more than a slurpy pop. Someone watched American oh. Gods, didn't they? That was a that was a, a sentence. Mm -hmm. His mistake. He is now within my gravitational pull. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Although this does explain where Christopher Eccleston's been. <laughs> <laughs> Why we haven't Is seen that him in a while. He only got one season. <laughs> he got <laughs> absorbed into a new... <laughs> oh. That serves him right for running, chasing on all fours of his face on upside down, doesn't it? So when you're writing your Mary Sue, you do have to go for uh, various qualities. Infallibility, mm -hmm. charisma, tractor beam vagina... <laughs> Adorably clumsy. <laughs> okay. Christopher Eccleston is now safely within my vagina, and now I can rest. We're not even pretending anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's... 
I... He's now just Christopher Eccleston and yep. not Ninth Doctor Tenant. Absolutely. Oh, boy. <laughs> I close my eyes and sigh with relief. But what about my leg? I huff, annoyed, and stare at it in the bear trap. I guess I'll have to bite it off. Oh, well. Crouching, I get to work. Amelia Rose, wait. You can leave this place and retain all your limbs. A figure emerges from between the trees, waving his hands frantically before jabbing a finger at my squishy hairless triangle and rolling his eyes. And now you know why we didn't invite him back for the 50th. Stephen Moffat. What? what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I told you, the fuckwit gets everywhere. He's everywhere. God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Come on, come on, Nick. All right, do, do you want to give me the feed line again? <laughs> Stephen Moffat. I cry out excitedly. It's you. Yes, your woodland creatures summoned me in your hour of need. Where's friends, not creatures. Your woodland friends summoned me in your hour of need said Stephen Moffat, for it was he. And I couldn't allow such a chassis, flirty, well-developed and well-rounded female <laughs> character as you to go to waste. Here. <laughs> well played. Bravo. God. <laughs> oh, that got me good. Oh, boy. It's the bit where he goes, that's why we didn't have him back. To yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I just oh, like God. that Stephen sees Amelia as a well-rounded female character. <laughs> didn't he write Clara? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, 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 I can't anymore. This fic. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Moffat <laughs> steps forward and passes me what looks like a big red button. Press this, and everything should go back to normal. Well, he chuckles with a little twist. You're my hero, Stephen Moffat. <laughs> I reach out and take the red button. Thank you. Then I press it, and everything goes white. Whoosh. <laughs> okay, here we go. Ninth Doctor Tennant presses his hand and his face delicately against my vaginal wall. He looks sad. Somewhere in a parallel universe, a rose tiler trapped in my alternate vagina does the same thing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Grace, do you want rose or should I? (laughs) I, This isn't rose. This this is the scene, this is the bit where like the Cybermen invade, isn't it? And they're on either side it, it of that wall. Oh, yeah. wall and oh, it is, wharf. isn't it? It's the yeah. Battle of Canary Wharf, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The Battle of Canary Wharf. <laughs> it's, but they're in her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Young man, why dost thou look so sad? Slowly, he turns around. A white-bearded figure, clad in mystical robes, eyes him expectantly. For in a land of clits and a time of labias... The destiny of a great vagina rests on the shoulders of a single oh. wizard. His name, Merlin. Played by Colin Morgan, but like really old, obviously. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I think that's 
Is that Christopher Eccleston saying that? That is Christopher, Le- uh, Christopher yeah. Eccleston, yeah. Who uh, are you? I am Merlin, the guardian of this place. Though my pelvic sorcery and vaginal magics, I protect this realm from those who would wish it harm. Merlin, I am trapped in a vagina. <laughs> Merlin, <laughs> I am trapped in a vagina. And this has given me upset. Also, vaginas are a capitalist fantasy. I dost see. Merlin strokes his beard in thought and homoerotic subtext. Well, there... (laughs) I'm sorry, this is fucking killing me. Wait. I dost see. Oh, we did that. Well, this has broken my brain, truly. (laughs) (laughs) Well... There is a quest that thou could perform to escape from this place, but thee shall surely die. What is it? Ninth Doctor Tennant ejaculates. Merlin raises his staff imperiously. First, thou must venture forth through the ocean of eternal dampness. Then, thou must trek through the desert of flint sand wastes. (laughs) before slaying the mighty Sorantulus, emperor of the pubic lice. (laughs) Then thou must solve the three riddles of the labia majora. Pull the Porky Junior from the stone. (laughs) Follow the hoof prints of the elusive clitoris. Then defeat the white walkers north of the vaginal wall. Merlin gave a crinkly smile. Only then, my boy... Will thee discover the exit to this place and learn the secrets of true happiness? And of course, it is dangerous to go alone. Jesus wept. Merlin passed Ninth Doctor Tenant a sword solemnly, which glowed in the urethral depths. Take this. There wasn't much Ninth Doctor Tenant could say to that, so he nodded and went on his way. His quest would be long and arduous. Perhaps he would finally find peace, or perhaps he would perish in the murky depths of Amelia Rose's vagina. Perhaps Jesus. the world would never know. Oof. We're still, we're still going. We're, we're almost at the end. Oh we're almost at the God. end. Sherlock Holmes, the world's only consulting lover, stared upwards into the chocolate-brown depths of the one man that even he, for all his brilliance and cheekbones, could never completely understand. (laughs) Detaching his lover's wood from his jaws, and then rising from crotch level with a slurpy pop and a wipe of the mouth, he straightened his swishy coat before brushing a hand against his lover's hairless chest, his alabaster hand trailing across oaky skin. There. Now, get out. We can't have John see you. I am Groot. (laughs) Soon. Sherlock's expression softened as he wiped the last of the tree sap from his lips and his tongue worked a splinter loose from his teeth. His cold eyes lit up just slightly with the promise of warmth. We'll tell all of them soon. What are you doing, Amelia Rose? Clara peers down at me quizzically, and I meet her eyes with a smile. I am lying on the floor of the Tamdis as it travels through... Th- we've, we've been here before, haven't we? A little bit. Yeah. It's just a different I am lying on the floor of the Tamdis as it travels through slime and space, my stomach pressed against the squishy organic layer that coats its floor. I put my crayons down and stop <laughs> writing. 
I can add the glitter later to make it extra, extra pretty. Instead, I hug her tightly. I really, really missed Clara, and I'm not sure why. I was just doing literature words, but I'm glad you're I here. I bury my face in my best friend's neck, and I nuzzle a little. I'm really glad you're here. Anyway, Roger says we got the last of the muculants and a mysterious gisp. Ugh. We got the last of the, of the muculants as a mysterious gift, and also a tangerine. Clara grimaced at that last one, but smiled when I turned to face her. And? And? You'll never guess what else I got you. The sky? A dinosaur. <laughs> no, something like those, but not really. She bounces with excitement. The lead roles in Gallifrey High School Musical 2. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I pick her up and pull her into a spinny hug. You're the best BFF ever! <laughs> we go back to Gallifrey High and rock the house like a house that has never been rocked before. Everyone loves us. We own the stage. And Clara gives me some flowers from the Dalek Fabulousness Controller's grave and I kiss her really platonically and it is the best day ever. Why did we ever stop these high school? I beam, happily, wriggling in her arms as the audience applauds us and throws flowers and stuff. Just then, the deputy headteacher staggers in, <laughs> screaming, but a dildo is busy burrowing itself in his throat. He falls over, revealing the three dildos plugging away in his bum. Another chestburster dildo bursts from his chest and does a happy little victory dance in his smashed open chest cavity. The audience is silent. We stare for a moment and look at each other awkwardly. The... Should we go and sort that out? Probably. And so we go forth, back to the Tamdis for perhaps our last sexy adventure. Whoa. (sighs) That that was something. Stick a fucking fork in me. (laughs) I am done. (laughs) So... (laughs) Wow, that that was longer than I expected. <laughs> Christ, <That> I'm. Was... <laughs> I I feel like yeah, I've, I've lost for word. Yeah, I hope that last one lives up to what we just read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Stephen Moffat cameo fucking killed me. All of that killed me. Right. Okay. So, um, I used to read adventure books. Uh, by a man called Clive Cussler, right? Okay, yeah. Where's this going? In every one of his books, like he would, uh, he would like play a role. He'd be one of the characters. Like it, it wouldn't be. Okay. It, it wouldn't be like a um, like a big starring role. It'd just be like the main character would meet him. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's you, Clive Cussler. Is this Stephen Moffat doing the same thing? God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, the the last chapter significantly shorter than uh, than what we just read. Oh, that's a, I really hope that it ends on a high. I, it does, from what I've seen. I but think it, it, it will. But it's yeah. a short and sweet one rather than uh, the long epic that we just read. So <laughs> maybe, I, maybe we should have split this episode. I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, it wouldn't have taken as long if we just... If, if it didn't just keep ruining our fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Bravo. It is one of those fics where I do take painkillers. <laughs> oh, I wish I did. I'm on 
I'm on four ibuprofen in the space of an hour, and it's not that, hitting. That feels like too much. It is too much. You're only supposed to Do not two. listen to Grace, anyone. No, I'm built different. The thing, the thing is, I, I said at the start of the episode that I have been under the weather this week. This cured you. No, no, this was the thing. Oh. <laughs> the previous episodes... This is pot oh, finished him off. The previous episodes... <laughs> Or maybe like uh, a different fic, I probably would have been able to get through okay, but this, it was like trying to run a marathon with a sprained ankle. Oh, yeah. It was just... <laughs> I have nothing else to say, but thank you, the almighty Tim. I sincerely hope this isn't your only work, because it is... it is something. Like... Thank you and fuck you in equal measures. You've, you've got a genuine talent here, <laughs> yeah. and I try not to say that lightly. Uh, please make more. If you don't make more here, tell me you make more somewhere. Yeah. I I would if <laughs> if you're secretly a published author, I'd like to buy every book you've written. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's just I've read very few things which uh, which have me developing physical symptoms of whiplash. But this yeah. is yeah. Like, would it be too much to say like? His metaphor stuff is it's it's on par with like some of the shit Douglas Adams came out with every now and again. Oh, without yeah, without a doubt, only mm-hmm. like more <laughs> mucular, erotic. <Yes>. Yeah, <laughs> like bravo. Okay, we we can save some of that praise to the end. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, this is definitely an extra long one. Um, we're gonna schedule these to coincide with the Doctor Who 60th anniversary specials, or at least two of them. I hope this compares to whatever the fuck Russell T. Davis has written, because <laughs> <laughs> it won't be as wild, I can guarantee that much. No, it Cause, won't. Because he has the BBC breathing down his neck, saying <laughs> don't, don't make it as weird as what Tim has put together. <laughs> I know you're a the fan. B- the BBC <laughs> Director General definitely listening to us read this. No, I like to think there's on the writing, because there's one room where all the writing gets done for Doctor Who, and they've got this pinned up with, like, a big red line through it. <laughs> Just no. It's like, under no circumstances should you write this. <laughs> Stay as far away from anything related to Silently on the Blink of Orgasm as you can. <laughs> this means you, Stephen. <sighs> At least that's my theory. Yeah. We may never know. I hope there's someone on the team trying to really Sneak it rewrite what Tim's yeah. done, but make it as PG as possible. And we're going to like, oh my god, they've written this yeah. on the mighty Tim. This is everything that's happened, but they've just made it legally distinct. Just slip in the word muculence into an episode, and then we'll know. We'll know for sure. Yep. Oh. It's if the, if the character is an emo with, mm-hmm. a, na- with a double barrel name. <laughs> And has like is it like an alien or has some power to make themselves mm-hmm. wet and slip yeah. their way out of situations? <laughs> we'll be like, ah, ah, <laughs> you are <sighs> It's Amelia Rose. Honestly, just writing in Amelia Rose would be a delight. It would, one hundred percent. Okay, I. Why is the cat biting me? Why are you? <laughs> she <doing> knows. This? <laughs> I have been yeah, cackling. That- and she does. She is not pleased with oh, me. Okay, let's let's get going. 
thank you for listening if you made it this far. And yeah, let us know how we compare to the 60th anniversary because we've not seen it yet at the no. time this comes out. And join us next time when we finish this once and for all. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, you c- you can follow us pretty much anywhere these days. Um, we're on most of the social medias now. A lot the ones I actually check are Tumblr and Instagram though. So if 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 you want us to see anything that you say, put it that way. Put it there. Yeah. Or email. Fanshippingforecast at gmail dot com. Not mentioned it yet today. Jinx, you owe me a cook. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, catch you soon. Good night. Good night. Good night.